What's up, guys? Welcome to episode four of Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. So, before we get into this, I just wanted to apologize to everyone, including myself, for last week, because for one, that was the most discombobulated episode that I remember <laughs> recording, and two, I don't know how I did not realize that it was episode, what did I say? I said three, four? You were saying it was two. It was two. It was, uh, it was three. And it was actually, yeah, episode three. But you were saying it was episode I was, two. Dude, I listened to that and I was like, <laughs> what am I saying? It's just a disaster. Yeah, you must have been a little too drunk by that point. I, My mind, honestly, because I'll be honest, one of the things that I've learned about doing this is you got to kind of be in the moment. Whereas last week, the weather here in Salt Lake was terrible. I mean, it was... It... You, know, you know what I'll say to that, though? Compared to today, I would rather take the cold weather. Yeah, no, I'll agree with you. Um, uh, we, we've been having a lot of uh, inversion here. A lot of the pollution has come down to surface it's level. It's terrible this year. And this morning in the group chat, I was telling you that um, my dad texted me and said that he's he saw on CNN that Utah has the worst air in the nation now. Yeah, and I, I know like all of the, the weather report i guess the the weather apps were like yeah. unhealthy air for yeah they're, people. yeah they're, a lot of them were saying if you can stay inside and avoid going outside do it not yeah. necessarily to re- reduce emissions but it's because you get a lot, of, a lot of the elderly people i mean that's that's real bad i i have semi bad asthma sometimes but not so much that it warrants any concern but then when the inversion kicks in it's kind of just a no holds bar thing for my lungs because I woke up today pretty miserable with the fog and everything too. The it, with the fog and everything, um, it a lot of people that I talk to like at my work were it's not so bad, but people don't seem to realize that it's pollution mixed with moisture and that's what's making the air so heavy. So it's not that it's any different to breathe it in. Yeah, I I, I can definitely. I don't know. I just, I just think that, so one of the things I learned when I lived in California for two and a half years, I think, I think it was two and a half years. I, so I inherited my mom's genes in the sense that I just have habitual allergies. Like it's, they're always bad. But when I was in the Bay area with the open air and the, you know, just, there's no, there's no enclosed environment like in Utah where the mountains kind of encircle the state. I rarely got sick out there. I, I guess not sick, but I didn't have the effect that allergies have on me there than I do here. I was back for probably two or three months from California, and this was, what, probably two or three years ago now? At least, I, I want to say at least three years. At least three years. Well, but in that in that first two months that I was back, I got, I mean, I got sick a lot. Well, not sick, but I mean, my allergies were kicking my ass. True, yeah. I remember when you first came back, you're like, Wow. Now I remember why I hate it here. <laughs> yeah, I and it's the thing is, is like I was telling some of my friends, it's not that Utah is terrible, but we've got a lot of things we got to adjust if this state's going to be decent. I, I mean, we got a lot of things to adjust if we're to survive. Oh, that's true. I mean, have you seen that thing going around about the seventeen months to to fix so, the Earth before it's irreversible? I've never heard of this actually. There's a thing going around on Twitter um, that I saw on Wednesday. About people that are saying, you know, I've seen this a few times and people have debunked it and said it's not true. But I guess this time there's a thing going around that says, you know, we've got 17 months 
to fix the earth or to reduce pollution or emissions or whatever the hell they want to do before the damage is irreversible. I don't know what that means, but I've just seen it a lot on social media recently. Huh. Some of the people I follow on Twitter are um, environmental activists. Well, they're not environmental activists. They're girls with Twitter, and they choose to be environmental activists. I hmm. The fact that it's on social media that you're seeing this, and it's from Well, that's the first time I saw it, though. The first yeah. time I saw the fact that the Earth is dying, we need to fix it, was on Twitter. And then now, a year later, I'm seeing it again. That's where the whole stupid um, metal straw thing started in California. What, from some environmentalists? It, it, it's almost, I mean, it almost seemed like it was just a group of people that got together. And I don't, I forgive me because I don't have my laptop this time because I ill prepared for everything in my life, apparently. But I actually um, have alcohol this time, but you forgot your laptop. Yeah, it's just a weird trade off. <laughs> Um, but what I was saying was that it seems like some of these trends just start based off social media things. I don't know. Cause I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, I don't know if there's any viable proof to back up that the, the straws are killing sea turtles. I mean, I think the more general idea is plastic is killing a lot of sea animals. Oh, I mean, with the, with everything out in the ocean. I oh, dude, not, it's yeah. bad. I mean, I mean, I'm not an environmentalist by any means. Me neither. But... Well, uh, me neither, but that's the thing is you can tell that uh, well you I mean just looking at Utah, you don't have to look at the, you know, the trash and a bunch of crap that's out in the street. You just look at the air and that's over the span of 10 years from when we lived here. That's that's basically how many more people have moved into the state. I mean, hasn't that always been a problem though? Like for It's a always long time? been a problem, yes, but over the past like 5 years it's gotten way worse. I the, the one argument I want to make is is has it gotten worse, or is it just because you're starting to notice it more? Well, that's fair. I mean, I think the quantitative data is there to show that it's gotten worse because of how many more people have moved into the state. But to your point, I think that now that I'm older, I'm paying more attention to that. And yeah. and I also feel like our winters are not as severe as they used to be. Oh, uh, yeah, that I can actually agree with. So what does that like... tell you, you know? <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, to a certain extent, I mean, you definitely... You can't deny the fact that people are driving constantly, so the air is always getting worse. Yeah. Um, but I, I, so, so at that point, I do agree. Um, but I'm just wondering on a like lately, has, like what you were saying, the last five years, mm-hmm. has it really gotten like exponentially worse, or is it just the fact that yeah, we're noticing it more? I mean, um, that's what I'm starting to get at with that I mean, question. I should say, shit. As I said, if I had my laptop here, I could Google it. But you got a phone. I, yeah, but that's going to, I'm going to be totally devoid of any, oh, geez, I'm hitting the table now. It's just all bad over here. <laughs> We're going right. to forget about the podcast and just start scrolling social <laughs> that's media. That's the problem. Um, it's going to be Sean's, ba- uh, Drunk Sean basement. <laughs> drunk Sean basement. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess without looking it up on my phone, I think I'm, I'm kind of stuck on the fact that I do think it's gotten worse. I do, because you've got a yeah. bunch of companies like Facebook and Amazon and Adobe moving into Utah, which creates more jobs, which creates more people, which creates more pollution. Sure, this isn't yeah. even an environmentalist podcast. Like, I, the only reason I care is because it's actually starting to affect my way of life because it really, you know, it hurts my lungs and it sucks. Mm. But and the question I wanted to ask you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, before, before you say that, I mean, I mean, I will agree with you on this point. Um, no, like, for how long you've known me, I, I don't really get like care about yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, especially <laughs> like like I'll go outside in this uh pollution right. and get whatever I want done. Yeah. Like, um, but actually it was funny because last night or yesterday, 
when I went out to go to work and, and come back, mm-hmm. it was the first time that I've ever actually sat there and I was like, oh my God, this is actually sickening. We've got like a problem. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's when it becomes a problem is when people that don't have a problem with it are having a problem with it. Yeah. Like, like it actually made a difference in my yeah. day. Um, surprisingly. Well, how would you, I guess the age old question is how, so you see all those signs and I'm sure some of you, if any of you listening out of state can relate to this, but sometimes the department of transportation puts on those signs like carpool tomorrow to save air quality or whatever. How would, how, how would, would you in, in Sean's state go about reducing emissions like that? Like, I feel like public transportation has been so demonized in the sense that if you're taking public transit, you're. I don't know. You're looked down upon. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like that yeah. you're not as well to do if you don't have a car or whatever. But yeah, it's it's like a status. Like yeah. like I'm able to drive to work. It's it's an achievement, right? Um, but I mean, I mean, at a certain extent, I mean, yeah, it's my my dad has started recently taking tracks, mm-hmm. um, the train to work. Oh right. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. Yeah. Is that well? But 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 I think that is a convenience factor though, because doesn't it pull up right in front of where he works? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's only a short walk. Um, and you don't have to pay the the parking ticket or the the parking pass right. to get into any buildings. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, I, I definitely believe that that that's a good way to start is is by really promoting the public transportation. Um, because I mean, the tracks doesn't run on like gas; it runs on electricity. Yeah, it's electricity, and then so are the city. A lot of the city buses that are UTA yeah. Utah Transit Authority. They're they're most of them are either natural gas or electric. I mean, even even like um, the mailing services, I, I like I, I'll use UPS in this example, um, but like they're starting to move to hybrid vehicles too. Right, yeah, I've seen that. Um, yep. But yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, carpooling is always a good idea. It's um, just I, I just really think that there there are issues that, and I guess that's what I fail fail to understand about situations like this is is which one takes precedence, like a homeless issue or an air quality issue. That's kind of the thing that I've always wondered, and um, I feel like that's comparing like apples to oranges, though. They're like two different issues that need to be solved. Well, I guess if the air quality gets bad enough, all the homeless people and everyone else will die, so then you got to worry about anyone else. I mean, true. I I mean, t- I, I guess you could say this too. Um, with the air quality, um, with with all the pollution we have here, it's blocking out the sun and creating colder weather. That can also create depression. Depression. I, I was going to go with the fact depression. that, uh, you know, a lot of homeless people there, they're outside. And if it's oh, colder, yeah, yeah. I, get, like I, get where you're I get where you're going with this. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you are right. That, 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 that creates depression, too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I mean, to a certain extent, the air pollution might be. Uh, well, I, I should say the air pollution affects us all. The homeless people affect a portion of the population. No, that's that's fair. I see where you're <laughs> going with that. So I guess that that brings me to the next point. So before we started this, um, and this this may be hard to quantify because man, I when I'm by myself, I'm brilliant. I swear, I swear. Everyone listening, I swear I'm brilliant. But then when I talk about it, I'm not as brilliant. So we're gonna try to do this. <laughs> but one of the things, so so with with driving, it's a choice, right? One mm-hmm. of the things that I've started to look at um, is I don't know why I've I've started to look at this, but choices that people make. So when you when you look at a person, how do you think, a, like how 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 would a person define themselves? Is it like the personality? Is it their looks? Like in your mind, how would a person define themselves? I mean, in this day and age, I would go for looks. 
I would say it looks okay. as what's is what's that based somewhere. off what like social media and stuff. I mean, I I think that or doesn't it... help. No, it doesn't. I, are, are we? T- uh, let's see. Let me actually clear it, Make sure I understand this question correctly. Are you asking how, like, I yeah, want, just like... you personally, not not the general population, just you. How how would you like how how do you how do you calculate a person's personality? Like how how. That's that's this is what okay, I mean. This okay. is what I mean. It's, so I, so you're saying if I looked at somebody I didn't know, how would I bait? Like and they, how would they, I judge? They them? interacted with you a little bit, so you kind of you know you kind of have a gist of kind of what they're about. But how do you quantify them? I should have silenced my phone. I apologize. <laughs> so <laughs> we're having a fun episode tonight. <laughs> how do you? That's the thing that I've been for the longest time trying to understand. Which I will, I will get to a point. I will. I have a point here. But before that, how how do you define a person? What makes a person noticeable to you or memorable or, or whatever? Is it a personality? Is it looks? Is it? And this isn't based off social media. This isn't based off social norms or any of that stuff. It's based off your perception of people. Okay, so my perception of people. Uh, I mean, hmm. I mean, it's a hard one. It, it depends on what. Because I mean, I mean, to a certain extent, I, I can't help it, but I have to say looks because you know you, you base half of a person's that's fair, yeah, uh, uh, half of a person off their looks. Mm-hmm. Um, then the I, let's see, I would have to put this in like percentages. Um, okay. Like I, I would say forty percent of what I judge somebody on is how they look, right? Um, as as much as I hate to say it, and the six and sixty percent off of what comes out of their mouth. So you're you're not you're not equating this off a of personality, right? Not necessarily, I guess. Um, because you're gonna get some of these people that are like, well, you know, I like a person that's talkative and they're intelligent. That's um, that's more of a personality trait, in my opinion. So now, now we're going into the relationship status. No, 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 no. No, it's not that. It's it's. I, I as I said, I'm getting to a point here, but okay. What defines a person to you? Is it the personality? Is it the choices they make? Is it how they treat others? Well, I guess that's a personality trait. Or is it is is it just looks? Yeah, I guess you got three, right? Choices, personality, and looks. So what out of what out of those three defines a person to you? What do you notice the most? Okay, so what? Okay, now that I understand that question. Yeah, I, I phrased it correctly. <laughs> as I said, I was gonna try to make this as easy as possible, which. I tried, but anyway, uh, appa- apparently today it's been a lot of roundabout stuff. <laughs> it, yeah, I, um, but, but you see my point, point now, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So, um, how I would base a person's personality? Okay, so you're going for personality. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna judge a personality. I guess okay. is, is what I'm understanding with this question. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. Which one do you notice the most? Yeah, which one do I notice the most in a personality? Right. All right, well, so, so... Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, I'm gonna. I I feel bad because I'm. I feel like I'm probably phrasing this wrong, but it's you you're have, sending me all over the place right no, now. You have you have you have a person. And you have three traits that you'll notice, right? You have looks, you have personality, and you have choices that they make. So which wait, wait, but aren't two and three the same thing? Personality and looks? No, no, no. The other the other side. Choices and personality. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So we'll skip the semantics, I guess. We'll skip whatever you're gonna say. Okay. What I've started to notice is as I've grown up, as I've gotten older, as I've interacted with more people, I've noticed that I start to associate people not based off their looks or the type of person they are, which is personality, but the choices they make, right? Because 
the thing that I've noticed is a lot of people, I am guilty of this, everyone at a certain point in time is guilty of this, they do not equate choices they make that are small, right? They only look at bigger choices. Yeah. Small choices, very small choices. I could have a salad or a burrito, right? You yeah. The burrito, maybe down the line that causes heart complications. It wouldn't be from the burrito. It would just be habitual bad decisions, right? Yeah. But going back, one of the things that is stuck in my head for the longest time <clears throat> is I listened. There was a song. I don't remember the name of it, but the first probably three minutes of the song was just the guy talking about decisions and choices. And um, so like pretty much the whole song was based on decisions. No, it, it was, it was a rap song. It, I, he just, the dude that produced it just threw that in there. <laughs> it made no sense. Anyway, it still stuck with me though, because he was saying that, and I actually kind of believe this. He was saying that you only make choices once. Yeah. Everything after that is a prerequisite of what choice you made before. So True. at any point in time, you make one decision, and that is the only decision about that issue you'll ever make again. Yep. And then it, you'll come it, back because you learn from that situation, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it's it's like lunch today. I, I mean, we, we want... And, it, and before you continue, it doesn't matter how small the choice is. It still has some sort of a consequence. Exactly. Yeah. That's all <laughs> That's all life is. It's action and consequence. Um, right. Yeah. No, which... which, which I have learned more than <clears throat> so everyone, you know, we talked about it. Everyone talks about it. Being an adult's hard, right? It's it's tough, it sucks, it's whatever. Anybody can be an adult, but nobody can teach you how to make the choices that you have to make as an adult, right? So you can learn how to make dinner for yourself. You can learn how to buy food, trade stocks, get a job, but the problem that I've learned that's hard about being an adult is no one's there to supervise your choices or decisions. I think that's the hardest part about being an adult. Yeah. Not the bills, not the extra bullshit. It's the fact that you are no longer under the care and custody of an adult because you are one now. So you're making your own choices and decisions. And if, when you're younger, you can you can say A or B, and then you look back at mom or dad, and dad goes B because he's made those decisions before. Exactly, yeah. But now you can't do that. Now it's oh my voice just cracked. That's embarrassing. <laughs> now it's up to you. And I think that is the hardest part about being an adult. And that was a realization that I had yesterday. <laughs> oh my goodness. And how how old are you now? Twenty three. All right, all right. Well, but see the thing is though, is that it's really easy to get caught up in the in the You know, I, I, I will say I, I can't really joke about it because, like, I, I feel the same way. Um, I feel like until probably about a year ago is when I really started learning that. that, that whole... You can you can get caught up in the semantics of, yeah, being an adult sucks because I got to pay bills. I got to go to work. That stuff's all pretty relatively easy. The hard part is making the choice to do those things. Yeah. The hard part is making the choice to go to work, making the choice to pay the bill because – you just kind of know this is what will happen if I don't pay my bill. If I don't go to work, I don't get paid, I can't pay my bill, right? That's just kind of a knowledge tree that you form. But I think that a lot of us as humans are going so fast through life and so quickly and rapidly that we overlook even the small decisions. Even the small decisions have some sort of a ramification. We only look at the big decisions, right? 
I could buy this Mercedes or that Mercedes. I could, you know, go on a trip or save my money and, and pay for my wedding or, or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Those are big decisions, right? Not the small ones, not the, I don't use, I'm not going to use my turn signal this light. But then that turns into a habitual offender of not using your turn signal. And eventually the dude coming toward you doesn't know you're turning left and he hits you, right? That's a consequence. Yeah. So I, mean, I say that's taken to the extreme, but I, I wouldn't though, because I think that that's still a small decision that has negative effects. I think that a lot of decisions can have negatives and positives, but more of the smaller ones have negative negative effects because we don't think about you, the long term. I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be critical about that 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 um what, what you're saying here though. Which I I said a lot of stuff. Which which are you being critical? I, I mean, about? we'll we'll take your example of the turn signal. Okay. So a person goes out and they decide, you know what, today I don't want to use my turn signal. Well, you don't decide that. It's out of pure laziness, in my opinion. True, yeah. You're just sitting at a light. <laughs> you're taking a left. You you don't you just you just don't flip your left. I, I well, what, what I was gonna say about that though is like is like you're all like you do it once and you're gonna keep doing it and all of a sudden somebody rear ends you. Um, well, <laughs> no, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but hmm, I man, I'm trying to figure out where I was going with that. What um, I'm saying is. That was probably a bad a bad example, but understood a, though. The in a sense, yeah, in a sense, it's kind of promoting habitual. I guess. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of the word here. We, we both... Okay, habitual actions. It's trying. It's promoting habitual actions, right? Yeah. If you don't turn your turn signal on, eventually you realize that it's just easier to keep your hand on the wheel. And then eventually one day some dude's driving toward you and you're taking a left. He doesn't know you're taking a left somehow. And then you turn into him. But the, the, the point I'm trying to get at is it's the same thing with pollution, right? You have a choice to drive. You have a choice to take public transit. You have all these choices. But a lot of us are thinking about the smaller choice, which is I just need to get to work. I just need to get to school, right? That's a smaller choice rather than mm-hmm understanding the larger ramifications of the choice that's considered small to us but large to the environment you know my argument with that though is how could you argue that well i I was gonna say for my example i mean i can't take public transportation to work that's not true i'm sure you could get a bus that would get you close (laughs) yeah true i mean so so okay if i had to say anything i'd have to drive to either one of the track stations that's close to my work Oh, that's yeah. I mean, but okay. At and then that there point, would be a bus that would take me. Right, but at that point, that that kind of is you know extra work, and I get that. But I think that that's kind of the extreme of choice making. But I still think, and you can get on you. Hey, any of your <laughs> any of our listeners can get on our social media pages and criticize me all you want. But I am hell bent on the fact that smaller decisions impact our lives more than bigger decisions. Well, I think it's the small decisions that decide how we choose on the uh, the big decisions. Yes, but we're not anticipating the ramifications of smaller decisions. We're True. only looking at the ramifications of bigger decisions because that's the immediate presence in front of us, right? But but that's what I'm saying is like so so yeah, we only look at the large decisions. Mm-hmm. But if we can change our small, if we can start noticing our small decisions and start changing those, it'll actually affect what we think about the large decisions. In a perfect world, yeah. But what I was saying is I, I feel like and this isn't quantified by any means, but I do feel like with the people that I interact with, my coworkers, my friends, I feel like the smaller decisions 
are heavily outweighed by the bigger decisions in the sense yeah. that we could drink a ton tonight because that's what we like to do on Fridays, but then you wake up in the morning and you feel like absolute garbage. Unless you're me. I feel like cleaning. <laughs> We're not. That's a different topic. That's That just bothers <laughs> me how you're able to do that. I'll I'll wake up tomorrow after drinking shot after shot. Oh my god! Time to clean. Oh, uh, dude, I wake up at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I, I'm digressing. Shut up. <laughs> what I'm getting at is until you have proof, or I guess a viable argument that says that smaller decisions are not quote unquote bigger than bigger decisions. I want to talk. I, I, I bet I, talk. I'm pretty sure I could research it and find it. But uh, but I I honestly believe that that your Find what like like research about this that the fact that your smaller decisions decide how you make big big decisions. No, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I I what I'm saying is, however, we don't recognize the small decisions we make. We don't, right? Which promotes in some cases negative activities, which we do not realize until a bigger decision comes along. Exactly. So it's trailing. Oh, I guess that's what you just said, right? It's trailing up to the bigger decision. Exactly. And so, it's because of those smaller <clears throat> decisions that we make the choice we do in the big decisions. So, going back to what I said before about growing up and getting older and dying. Who said anything about dying? I did just now. <laughs> I, I've started to look at people more with the decisions they make rather than who the, who the person is they are. Like who, what what type of personality they are. They could be the most bubbly, happy person on earth, but still make terrible choices and decisions. I'm actually not going to comment on that. You shouldn't. <laughs> That'll incriminate some people. But on the same token, you could be a terrible person by societal standards. Well, I guess terrible person is very subjective, but you could just be a dude that not a lot of people like, but still make great decisions for you personally. Somebody and, who, goes, who goes against the norm. That's a lot of what society is nowadays. It's a lot of people that are not liked by society because they go against the grain. And I think that that has to do with choices. I think choices make a person more than their looks, their money, their personality. Choices, at the end of the day, are what make a person a person. 100% agree. At the end of the day, your choices make who you are. And the, the thing that I kind of beat myself up about is I only realized that recently. When you really dive into psychology, it's not about all the excess bullshit. It's about one simple thing, which is an A or B decision, right? It's just a choice. Yeah. I I mean, I'll I'll bring this into like my uh, my personal viewpoint and why how I started to notice it. <clears throat> um, I mean, when I used to do sales. Well, well, well hold on, but let me back up. Okay. So then, all so right. then that to me tells me that you do have an answer for my my very first question. I probably do. I just didn't understand it. Uh, yeah, no, you're, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not. No, you're not wrong. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if it's being a drunk as I am, or you're just speaking. No, weird. I, I legit had a hard time like trying to <laughs> uh, like come up with a coherent like example. Yeah. So to um, me, what that sounds like is that you are agreeing in the fact that you're you immediately go for looks because that's kind of the societal norm. But yeah, but before you get to know someone, you have to judge somebody by their looks. I, I no, mean, you that's, don't have that's to, fine. You, You're judging a book yeah. by its cover. That's just human nature. I get that. Yeah. But yeah. that's what you immediately went toward. And yeah, I, think, I, I think that's what a lot of people will go toward. And if they say anything different, they're probably lying. Because that's mean, right what's in front of them, right? The yeah. personality doesn't technically exist. It's not like exactly. it's not uh, 
all you guys facial expressions and what clothes they're wearing that's yeah it's not it's it's not uh malleable right it's not right there yeah so, so it's not it's not an inkling in your mind until you get to know them yeah and that then that, that, that then changes all right uh apparently i just had a seizure <laughs> We'll be good though. Okay. <laughs> don't don't worry, an ambulance won't be here on the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not doing that. No. So what I'm what I'm <laughs> what I'm getting at is, it, to me, it sounds like superficially you're going to judge a person by their looks, but in reality, it's going to be about personality and choices, but more or less choices. Yeah, I mean, if I were to put it in this perspective, I mean, yeah, when I first see someone, I judge somebody off their looks. Mm-hmm. I. I, if anyone says otherwise, they're probably lying, um, as I think it's human nature. Um, I just said all of those words. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You've been drinking. I'm not. I, I, apparently, this tolerance break is hitting me pretty hard. What the hell? <laughs> you just so, quoted exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, so, like like you have to start like. Even though I judge them by their looks, I still want to talk to them. That way I can start decreasing their percentage, I think, about their looks and start focusing on their personality and what choices they make. Because I think girls, we love you, but I think all of us, even females, have met girls that know they're hot. They act like they're hot. If you see a girl wearing a choker, she probably thinks she's hot. (laughs) What's wrong with you? What I'm... No, it's, it's... it's get just, on Twitter right now and prove me wrong. I'm not going to get on Twitter and prove you wrong. I'll do it after the episode. All right? <laughs> what I'm saying is that there are people, it's girls and guys are the same way. It's they know what they look like, so they exploit that. Okay. I can agree. I, I can agree on the girl side. Um, I, I, I've, I've met some guys. It's rare, but I've met some guys that know they're good looking dudes and they exploit that. They're total assholes, and most of the time, I, they don't know anything about anything. Oh, I mean, it's definitely true, but I, I mean, we, we definitely. But it's society. still an exploitation of how they look. Yeah. <laughs> um. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting at is, as you were agreeing with my point, so you judge a person by their looks at first, and then you get to know them. So then, what do you judge a person by then? Once you get to know them. I mean, it's definitely more personality than anything. It's going to be the one thing I definitely want to look at. It's not by the choices they're making. So Second you have, is choices. So let's get rid of personality for a second. So you have looks and then choices. So this, this dude is a good-looking guy, but he makes ter- you know that he makes terrible decisions. What does that say about him without talking to him? I mean, without talking? Ugh. See, here's my That's thing. That's the conundrum. He, he, here's how I'll define it. Uh, I'll rank it in this way personality choices and looks once i get to know somebody okay all right right. a person's personality you can you can tell a lot about a person Mm -hmm. uh, but you take the personality away and you look at choices i mean that still to me defines the type of person they are definitely but but i i think the reason i would say choices is second Mm -hmm. is because yeah i definitely agree people should be we should base them off of their choices right Uh, but some people just don't know how to to make a good or a bad choice that still I, i'm taking kind of your point away a little bit but that that'll still cause me to judge them so like like if you're it, it's all about the intent i mean if somebody makes a choice with all good intention i i mean i'm still gonna look at them at a good viewpoint now if they I'm trying to think of how I, it's getting kind of convoluted but i understand what you're saying my point is is that 
if you're going to judge a person by their choices, it doesn't matter if they mean to do it in the right context or, you know, they meant well. It's it's an A or B type of situation. I mean, simply put, I guess you could be, you're correct. So, yeah, as, as simple as I can make it. It's an A or B situation. So they choose A, what do you, how do you view them? And they choose B, how do you view them? You don't have to talk to a lot of people to realize that if you know, that's, okay, that's where it gets kind of semantical. If you, if, if, if a person's making bad decisions in front of you, what kind of person do you think they are? This is pure judgment at this point, unadulterated and, judgment. And this is why I say personality is the most important. Because going back to my point, if you know their personality is good intent, and good they, intent. And they, what does that mean, though? Good intent. So, so the reasoning behind why they made a decision is good. If they meant to actually help some, uh, a situation, okay, all right, make what you're going. Instead yeah. of harm it or do <clears throat> right. nothing, okay, then then I, I take their personality into account and I know that. So I'm going to look at them in a good sense, even though the outcome may have been bad. Now, if their reasoning behind going into a choice was um, because they were lazy or um, because they wanted to do harm. Of course, I'm going to look at them badly. That right. um, So that's why I put personality before. So, but looking at it objectively, <clears throat> would you, how, how do you look at a person who you have no recollection of their personality, but they make a good decision? Are they a good person in your eyes? Wait, if, if we're taking personality away? If you, if you t- yeah, if you take personality out of the equation, so you're left with looks and choices and they make a good choice or are they a good person uh simply put yes so if they're complex if, no if if they're if they're if you're driving down the street cars on fire and john doe is pulling pulling this girl out of the car you don't know him but you're like that's a good dude right there what if he's not exactly personality so basically to sum it all up to answer my very first original question you are basing things not off looks but off personality looks are superficial because they're right in your face correct but on both points so you're your personality 100 percent. yeah like i said i would i would have to say personality choices and then looks that's my ranking yeah see i'm i'm looks choices and personality really you base somebody off their looks don't do this to me. You did the. You said you said looks, choices, and per, looks, personality, and choices. No, right? I said personality, Dude, choices, don't bullshit and then looks. Me. Don't do this to me right well, now. We'll have to go back in the recording here. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I'm only doing looks because that is honest. Because if there is anyone that wants to get on our social media and say you never looked at someone and said they're probably not a good dude because of the tattoos they have or the way their hair is styled the makeup so so i'm gonna i'm gonna cut you off right there so cars on fire on the side of the street you're driving down and dude tatted up he's pulling a girl out of the car and you're like that's a bad dude because he looks like a bad dude i'm a millennial not a boomer (laughs) so i will never do that (laughs) my point my point is i think that the, the looks thing is going out the window a little bit because we're talking i think to unconfuse some of the listeners, it's not about attractiveness, or is it, in your opinion? Uh, no. Okay, so it's not about attractiveness, it's about their initial appearance, right? So, 
dude's covered in tattoos, but he's the nicest guy on earth, right? Tattoos are only demified or de. What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, it's not demified. That's not a word at all. I, I was gonna say demonized. Demonized, okay. my guy. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. It's that that kind of look or appearance is only demonized by the general public, and I think that kind of stemmed off to the d- different generations. So I guess to 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 wrap it all up a little bit, personality and looks are very different in the sense that it's not about attractiveness and appearance or looks. It's it's just about their immediate appearance that comes to you when you're talking to them. And I think I, I, I I'm I'm this is getting convoluted because I need to stop drinking. But <laughs> but what I'm saying is that you can get it confused with, well, this girl's attractive, so she must be intelligent. I don't know where that came from. Or this guy has a lot of tattoos, so he must have killed somebody. I don't know where that came from either. But it could be totally reversed. But then when St. Sean comes along and looks at personality, which is something I look at too, I think that personality defines a person way more than their appearance does. But I also think their choice defines, their choices define more of their personality than they realize. So it's appearance, choices, personality. Because choices define a personality. Hmm. Argue with me. I know you're looking at me like you want to, so argue with me. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to argue with you. Because, cause like, as I said, I mean, I put personality before anything. But I mean, Which you is are... easy to do, but choices define a personality. Someone write that down. Get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> first merchandise. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you can take my sandy, but not my ice cream. That's the first merchandise. Oh, you're right. That's Second a... merchandise is choices define my personality. Oh, million man. dollar idea somebody invest in my company <laughs> <laughs> I, I i really wish i could argue with that i i mean i hate to say it but which goes back to my choices were previously made which means that you know the outcome they're they're all different situations but you know kind of a general idea of the outcome because you've only made that choice once so you go back and make it again in a different context which then defines who you are because of the choice you made, which stems in your personality. <laughs> I'm looking at Sean's face and I'm blowing his mind right now. I'm, I'm seriously <laughs> like so lost. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> when you get sober and listen to this, you'll be like, damn, Ryan's a genius. I know, right? I'll be like, how the hell did I make it through this? <laughs> and, and Ryan will probably be a genius to my sober mind. That's, yeah, I'm going to blow your mind. Or not? It'll just be too. Drunk I'm an unlicensed psychologist. Somebody, yeah, call me. Call me up if you need help. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. With that, thanks everyone for tuning to another we, episode. Oh. Before you, before you continue, we left him on a cliffhanger because I don't know if we really concluded this episode. We might conclude it next episode. I mean, it's true. Give the listeners something for next next week. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I've been drinking too much. <laughs> Alright, but yeah, guys, thank, thanks everyone for tuning to another episode of Drunk Boys Basement. Have something you want us to talk about next time or love the episode, check us out on Facebook at Drunk Boys Basement and let us know. And if you haven't already, make sure to click that like button while you're there. Also, make sure to catch us next Friday on Spotify. And remember, please listen responsibly. Bye!